Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Will is your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How's everybody doing? Happy Halloween. Lee Grant, AVQ, Bridge MCP. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Yes, it's Halloween. I don't particularly celebrate Halloween, but since everybody else does, I got to tell you guys, I hope you're all dressed up in those crazy costumes. If I were smart, I would have put on a mask or something and kind of brought some pizzazz to the show wearing some sort of costume. Why am I so damn serious? I should have done that, right? Dang, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. But next time, maybe. How's everybody doing today? I trust all's doing just fine. We're going to have a great show for you today. We have a whole lot of videos for you today, including one submitted by Bridge MCP, who forced me to go ahead and process it so darn quickly, which I did. So we're going to get to see Bridge MCP's video, the one that she submitted today from uh, that from a walker, I believe it is. And did I did I put that in there yet? I don't think I plotted her yet. I better go ahead and add her to the field because I actually forgot to put her in. But it's a little cute video, and I'm going to um, I'm going to play that in a minute where uh, where Walker's folks roasted him. Let's make that the first video, actually. Ooh, now nah, come on, get get in there. Whoops, get with the program. Get with the program. Get your butt in that spot. All right, I'm going to start with the Walker video. Let's see who else is coming in. So, Egberto, oh, you got it. Cool. Well, gosh, you put it like the way you put it in the in the in the text that you sent me. Oh, I know it's kind of late, uh, but here it's only two minutes. You know how people do sometimes. It's like. Get it on, please. Come on. It's only two minutes. But I know it's late. Hey, but get it on. It's only two minutes. I got it, Breach. I got your me- I got your message. <laughs> Anyhow, before we get started, I want to remind you guys of something very, very important that occurred last night. Breach, I understand you, Breach. Remember, we go back a long time, girlfriend. A long, long time. Anyhow. I want to I want to put this up on the screen because this is huge news. Paul Fleming checking in for the second time. How are you doing, brother Paul? And Eric Hayes checking in for the second time. How are you doing, Eric? Glad that you guys are watching both programs. Um, I, I'd like more of you to call in. Um, we since we just got back live on air, people don't quite know if are we pre-recorded or are we live? Well, folks, on KPFT 90.1, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, guess what? We are live. We had a live show today. We only got about six calls, I believe, six or seven calls today. I want to have 20, 30 calls, you know, to hear to hear your point of view. You know, I, yeah, listen, Eric called one time. Bridge MCP called several times. Paul Fleming, you should call sometimes. It's an open line. And I want to hear from you guys. And our fun drive is over. So I actually get to spend the whole hour Speaking to my people at KPFT, I'm going to put some memes out there uh, to, so that people can know that we exist, all that kind of stuff. Anybody wants to create a KPFT uh, meme, feel free to do so. I'll, I'll, I'll use it in, in, in my media blast of, of what's going on. Anyhow, folks, let's get busy. I want to show you this news piece first. This is very important, more important than a lot of folks realize. But fascism has been going up all over the world. 
and we've seen this this constant slide, but in Latin America, we've started the left back to the leftward move. So Bolsonaro, he's yet to concede, but he lost. Lula won. Luis Inacio Lula da Silva will now be the president of Brazil. And the right-wing Trump praising lookalike is out. And you know how we know that um, he's not going to have much choice but staying out? Because even his backers are, are, are conceding. He hasn't conceded yet, but his backers are conceded. Conceding. Uh, Brazil elected a criminal. You know, it's amazing how Eric just spews words, you know. He knows nothing about Brazil. Absolutely nothing. You know, in America, we don't learn about, we don't get the news. I mean, Brazil have been going so going through some hell over the last month during this election as, as this, this uh, right-wing thug threatened the state in case he lost. Right? So, I mean, it, it, it is great. So here it is. Here it is. Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva victory Sunday in Brazil presidential election as a major win for climate, workers, and democracy itself. All of which were threatened by the policies and actions of far right incumbent Jair Bolsonaro, who has yet to concede the race. The loser refuses to accept, just like Trump, a whole family of losers. Six years ago, the coup, remember, he got into power via a coup. The coup against Dilma Rousseff ushered in a dark period in Latin American largest country. DiEM25, a pan-European pro-democracy movement, said a statement Monday referring to the 2016 ouster of Lula's presidential successor and ally, a darkness that deepened with the political imprisonment of Lula. And that's what it was, a political imprisonment and culminated with the election of Jair Bolsonaro uh, and the disastrous and criminal acts perpetrated by him during his presidency. That including destroying the rainforest, just giving all kind of benefits to those crook corporations, get, uh, undoing the, 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 the rights of indigenous people. He was just a thug like Trump, a thug in chief. Now Brazilian people have chosen hope over fear and solidarity over hate, Diem added. Lula's victory is won for the poorest, for women, for indigenous people, and ultimately for all of us around the world concerned with the protection of Brazil's invaluable ecosystem as part of the crucial fight against climate change. The campaign went on to note that Brazil's presidential contest, which proceeded a, to a runoff after neither candidate won 50% needed to secure outright victory earlier this month, was marked by political violence and by Bolsonaro's suggestion that he would not respect the election's result if he lost. DiEM25 and its political parties, Mira25 in Greece and in Germany, urge all progressives in Europe to unequivocally denounce any attempt by Bolsonaro to subvert what is widely recognized as one of the most efficient and trustworthy electoral processes in the world, the movement. Added, DM25 messenger was echoed by message was echoed by progressives across the globe, including the United States, where Senator Bernie Sanders and the other lawmakers had warned that Bolsonaro assault on Brazil's voting system and baseless claims of fraud could climate culminate in violent, similar to the January 6, 2016 assault on the Capitol. Today, the people of Brazil have voted for democracy. Now, let's hope Americans on 
on uh, November 8th, also vote for democracy. Because right now we have a heathenous group of folk who are controlling several states and who are attempting to come back into power. No is the answer. Absolutely no is the answer. And in that light, they put up all kinds of crooks and thugs and, and rapists and the like to run, hoping that people would not realize who they are. But anyhow, from Bridge MCP, this one's for you. Ladies and gentlemen, when the Republican Party of Georgia moved Herschel Walker from Texas to You know what? I think I better introduce this one correctly, first of all. Bridge MCP sent me a video. She found a video that actually showed a pastor telling some unfortunate, inconvenient truths, some very inconvenient truths about the election, or rather about the Senate, the senatorial campaign. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and play for you uh, what this, this uh, preacher feels about Herschel Walker, something that most people of thought concur. Ladies and gentlemen, when the Republican Party of Georgia moved Herschel Walker from Texas to Georgia so that he could run for Senate, it's because change was taking too fast in the post-antebellum South. The state had been flipped blue, and there are some principalities that were not prepared for a black man and a Jewish man to go to Senate at the exact same time. So they figured that they would delude us by picking somebody who they thought would in fact represent us better with a football than with a degree in philosophy. They thought we were so slow, that we were so stupid, that we would elect the lowest caricature of a stereotypical broken black man as opposed to somebody who is educated and erudite and focused. Y'all ain't ready for me today. Since Herschel Walker was 16 years old, white men been telling him what to do, telling him what school to go to, where to live, where to eat, where to buy a house. Where to run, where to sit down, where to sleep, where to pay for abortions, where to buy a gun. And they, you think they're not going to tell him how to vote? In 2022, we don't need a walker. We need a runner. We need somebody who's going to run and tell the truth about January 6th. We need somebody who's going to run and push for the cancellation of student loan debts. We need somebody who's going to run and make the former president respond to a subpoena. We don't need a walker. We need somebody who will be steadfast unmovable, always abounding, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Georgia, I need you to know, the slave Negroes y'all are used to don't live here no more. We can think for ourselves, function for ourselves, and vote for ourselves. Why? Because we don't need a walker. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to part because we don't need no Walker. In other words, Walker is just a puppet. That's all they want. Somebody whose strings they can pull. They couldn't spill, uh, pull Warnock's strings, but they want Walker. 
it, it, it is amazing that somebody so flawed, defective, uh, and dumb could actually potentially be a senator of the United States. Wasn't it enough to elect that football coach from Mississippi or Alabama, one of those states? Someone who completely and entirely lacked any intellect? Someone who said that crime is crime because they want to use it as reparations? And that's why progressives want crime, so that black folks can get reparations. I mean, deep. This is how these people think. Oh, my God. Bridge MCP, thank you. Thank you for that video. As you can see, I listen to what my peeps ask for. I give my peeps what they ask for. All right. Now it's time for the interview that I did over the weekend. Um, you know, I was listening to the news in the morning, and I just didn't like what I was hearing. We had Everything told from the perspective of a Republican narrative, a false narrative that is. Well, you know, I, I got in touch with the, uh, the campaign, the um, uh, Beto O'Rourke campaign, and I said, you know what, guys? I want an interview today because I need to put this stuff on air to cover what was said all during the morning shows. And they obliged. They gave me a call and said, yeah, we will. We can. We, we, I mean, he's, his, his schedule is very, very tight, Berta, but we'll see what we can do. And they were gracious enough to squeeze me in while Beto was on a ride, on, on a, taking off from Missouri City to Corpus Christi. So here's that interview. Check it out. And then we'll take it on the other side. Welcome to Politics Done Right. This is Egberto Willis, your host. And who are we with? Beto O'Rourke on the move. Senor O'Rourke, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. We're just leaving Missouri City out here in Fort Bend after having spent the last two days in Houston. And we're headed down to Corpus Christi right now. Well, oh, wow. You have a long drive ahead of you. Well, you know what, man? <laughs> uh, Harris County, I think you're expecting to come through for you. Tell us why exactly folks in Harris County need to get out there and vote. What is it that Beto O'Rourke is bringing to the table that we know the current governor is just failing at? You, you said the right word, eight years, and all we have is failure from Greg Abbott. We lead the nation in school shootings, gun violence, the leading cause of death for children and teenagers, the most extreme abortion ban in America occurring at the epicenter of a maternal mortality crisis that's three times as deadly for black women. In the most overly incarcerated country on the planet, we're the most overly incarcerated state within it. And you add to all that, that the grid, which failed us in February of 21, is still not fixed and ready for this next winter. So the change that we need could not be more urgent. And the opportunity is literally right now. Polls close, I believe, at seven at many of these early voting locations throughout Texas. And then... They're going to reopen tomorrow, Monday through November 4th. And then, of course, Election Day, November 8th. We do that. We vote. We turn out our friends and family members and those who are the targets of voter suppression and voter intimidation. Not only do we stop these bad things, but we do invest in the big things that bring us together. Public education, expanding Medicaid so that you can see a doctor uh, legalizing marijuana so we stop incarcerating people for possession of a substance that's already legal in most of the rest 
of the country today, and then prioritizing the lives of our kids over the interests of the NRA. These are the great things we are going to do together when we win. Now, Beto, there's one important thing I think people have to realize. What Many people look at the polls and they're, they, they get scared about the polls. Nobody knows what a likely voter poll means today. And because they don't know what a likely voter polls, many times it intimidates them when they see the polls. What can you tell folks to say, go out and vote? You become the actual poll. Don't depend on what somebody else is writing, but you become that poll that's going to be effective on the day of that election. I love the way that you put it. Um, you know, I was talking to Cecile Richards, whose mother, Ann Richards, yes. was the last Democrat elected to governor. Happened in 1990, 32 years ago. And she said that not for a day were they ahead in the polls. They, they were counted out. They were behind by the pundits and the pollsters and the prognosticators every single day of that race until they won. And, you know, as they say, the The only poll that matters is the one that we take on election day. And there are so many efforts underway in Texas to keep us from voting. You know, the voter ID laws, the racial gerrymandering, the one ballot drop off box per county, the poll watchers whose intimidation has been legalized in the state of Texas after the last legislative session. We cannot add to that this idea that pollsters somehow are going to predict the outcome of these elections. Especially after 2016, no pollster with a straight face can say that they can accurately predict the outcome of one of these races. And in a state with the most extreme abortion ban in the country, with so many other failures under Greg Abbott, I I think there are a lot of people, one, who who typically vote and will continue to vote, but this time they're going to be voting for change. And two, who have not voted in previous elections, but are going to be galvanized by the attacks on their rights, their freedoms, and their very lives in the state. Now, interestingly, Beto, it passed this prologue. What it turns out to be is that back in Kansas, if you remember, the vote for that particular bill was a point or so behind. It turned out winning by 19 points. So uh, given when you have extenuating circumstances like we have today, nobody can have any kind of faith in a poll. And you say... I say you're right. You look at Kansas, you look at the two special elections in New York, the special in Alaska, another in Minnesota. Democratic candidates in each of those outperformed the last poll taken by an average of nine points. This year is almost ahistorical. It it essentially rhymes with five other midterm elections over the last hundred years. FDR coming out of the Great Depression. JFK after the Cuban Missile Crisis, Bill Clinton after the impeachment overreach, and George W. after 9-11. Those four presidents during a midterm, their party did better than expected. One, not lost seats. One, not lost governorships. This is going to be the fifth special year over those last hundred years because of the Dobbs decision the extreme abortion ban, and just the life or death fight for democracy that's taking place in our country, nowhere more so than the state of Texas right now. It is important that people actually go out there and vote. They cannot listen to the the naysayers that are attempting to really clamp down on the vote. Uh, uh, Could you give our our audience a a closing moment here, a closing statement, so that uh, we can get you to go ahead and rest your voice? I know you have a hell of a day that continues in front of you. Well, listen, there, there are so many people doing so much across the state of Texas right now to make sure that we come through 
at this defining moment of truth. We're given, all of us, we're given a lot of people a lot of hope. You gotta make sure it's not a false hope. You gotta make sure that we come through at the end of the day. Uh, so many people, including our kids, who don't get a vote, nor do they have a voice in this election, but through the actions that we take are counting on us. And if we think about all the service, the sacrifice, the struggle that has made this moment possible, heroes in civil and voting rights who ensured that we have access to the ballot box, we cannot squander that inheritance. We absolutely have to come through. So um, we got to count on everyone in our lives, our friends, our family, our neighbors, classmates, colleagues, make sure that we vote. Early voting extends through the 4th of November. Election day is November 8th. Please go out and vote. Keep the faith. Keep up the fight. And let's go win. Beto O'Rourke, candidate for Texas governor, Democratic candidate for Texas governor. Good luck. Keep keep the faith. Thank you so kindly. Absolutely. Good to be with you. Yep, that was the interview. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, this is a guy that needs to be needs to be the governor of Texas right now. And it's still a very distinct possibility that he wins. Can the poll be eight points off as, as we see? Absolutely so. Uh, Charlie Lynn, uh, let's see. <laughs> Lee Grant says Beto is too extreme for Texas. Really? I don't think so. Extreme for Texas is when you see uh, you freeze your people to death. Extreme for Texas is when you kill them for not giving them the Medicare, Medicaid expansion to the affordable care. Extreme is when you ensure that you control a woman's right to her own body. Those are extreme. I mean, it's amazing how you guys redefine extreme. You telling a woman, I am a man. I control your body. No matter what, if, if, if I have a feeling, an inkling that somehow you did something with your body, I'm going to test you. I'm going to make sure you didn't take anything out of your body because I control your body. If or any woman who's voting Republican this year, that is what she's saying. She's saying, I am giving men the right to look at my body and say, I kind of believe you may have aborted something. Let me check you up. Let me see. Let me test your body because your body belongs to me. You continue to be a slave of men. Women, you want to be slaves of men again? Vote Republican. If you want to be our slaves, where we decide what you do, we can do whatever we want with your body. You know why? Because we've, we are men. We are men. We can tell you what to do. Don't you forget it. If that's what you want, you may want to say, well, I, don't, I am a pro-life. I believe in, I, I don't believe in, it doesn't matter if, if you don't believe in abortion. Once you open the door for somebody to tell you what you can do with your body, that they can test you, they can examine you, they can say, let me see what's going on in your body. Are you are you're somebody that, that, that you decided to be intimate with? Go ahead to the law and say, you know what? I think she's pregnant and I think she's doing something about it. And then they can say, you know what? We're going to test her. Folks, the way you lose your democracy, the way you lose your freedom, is not for them to say, I'm taking your freedom away. 
is for them to zap it from you before you realize it. And if women elect Republicans, that is what they're doing. They're immediately saying, I don't care about some man controlling my body. I don't care that that congressman can say, let me see. Let me see if you did something to your uterus. Let me see. This is not funny. This is not intended to be a joke. And the problem about it is for the women who are going to vote Republican, they're not just hurting themselves intrinsically. They're hurting others. They're hurting others. Uh, let's see what we got here. Every case, you won't be, be people are tired of rhetoric. And if you text people, I don't know what you're saying there. The people who just, and by the way, folks, anybody in Harris County who elect any Republican that was, that refused, refused to go and sign a new budget, remember what you've just done. What, remember what they've done. Two Republicans on the, the uh, Harris County, Texas Commissioner's Court defunded the police. You want to use a defunded term? I'll repeat. Two Republicans on the Harris County uh, Commissioner's Court defunded the police. So all these things, remember what I told you guys last week. When you hear Republican politicians accusing Democrats or progressives of something, put up a mirror because they are doing exactly what they are. They're, they're telling you what they are doing, not what the other is. They talk about freedom. They take freedoms away from a woman. They talk about uh, not getting rid of Social Security. They talk about sunsetting Social Security, sunsetting, uh, sunsetting Medicare. Everything that they say, remember what they do. They actually look in a mirror, and that is what they're going to do. They want to pin it on progressives and Democrats, but it is what they do. And look, you don't have to take my word for it. How was police defunded in Harris County? Two Republican commissioners refused to vote. So for all those Democrats and independents and thinking Republicans who thought maybe somehow the talk that these guys are talking is better for Harris County, your vote matters. And you, independent, you, thinking Republican, and you, uh, non, non uh, and you, non neoliberal Democrat, if you elect anyone other than Lina Hidalgo, Garcia, and I forgot my friend who's running, I know her very well, uh, 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 and uh, uh, oh, gosh, I forgot her name. Uh, who's running for the, the, the fourth commissioner's seat. So I warn Harris County, get out there and vote and vote sensibly. Because you can, you can want to stick it to the lips for those right-wing Republicans you're hurting yourself. You may want to say, oh, I'm sort of a centrist. You're hurting yourself. There is, no, Miller is the one that, Miller is the actual um, chameleon. Anybody who votes for Mueller as well is voting to hurt those people most in need of good health care. 
You know why the two senator, the two uh, commissioners didn't want to go and, and vote? They want to strip the medical center. They want to strip the budget of a lot of support that we give in medical care to the indigent. It's always about hurting people. It's always about hurting people. Tough on crime doesn't say anything. If you want to solve the crime problem, it is tough on crime is the wrong answer. Find what is the problem of the, the uh, what is causing crime. If you have a cancer that's growing out of your skin and you just shave that cancer so that the skin remains smooth, but you never got to the root of that cancer, that cancer returns and returns and returns and returns. It is silly. It is uneconomical. It is childish. It is malpractice. It is the dereliction of duty to say, oh, I'm tough on crime. That's a stupid statement by those who make it. I'm not calling it on you, Eric, because you're just parroting what you hear. But it is stupid to say, oh, my God, I am tough on crime. I mean, a lot of times solving crime doesn't even require toughness. It just requires you to say, why are those, there are thugs that need to be put away. You put those away. That's a very small percentage. There are others that need a job and that they, there are others that need an education. There are so many ways to tackle crime that makes it lasting. But if you have a troglodyte mentality, I'm tough on crime. Wow. I am tough on cancer. I'm going to cut it off, but I'm not going for the root. People, we got to get smarter. We have to start to try and develop some level of intellect here. Democracy requires a level of intellect. By the way, I don't think democracy works everywhere. And the reason it doesn't work everywhere is, well, if I have a country filled with dummies, right? Think about this. And there's a huge... There's a huge silo of corn, and we are going to take out a tenth of that silo of corn so that we can plant for the next season so that we can grow another silo of corn. Now, ever, if, if you don't have a population that's thinking, they may say, I'm hungry now. I want to use all of it. And since there's some more, all of us can get a little bit more corn. And people say, no, we need to save a bit of that corn. The plant. In a democracy, you that will be implicit. People would have elected officials who know that. And when I say elected, I'm talking where the parts that it's done by the government, by the government, parts that are done by the private sector, the private sector. But people would understand these concepts. But in a place where people don't think, uh, the thinkers likely need to have a little bit uh, more control. But anyhow, um, I digress. It is, oh, wow, time's going fast. Let me go ahead and do our um, interview on Obama. Obama did, Obama did a great thing in the way he spoke this weekend. I want you to play this, and then we'll take it on the other side. I've been talking about how one has to integrate the economic message with the abortion message, with the crime message. And today, listening to uh, former President Obama in Michigan was like 
he put the message together as one piece. And not only that, in a funny package. But you know what? If we do that, if Democratic politicians do this at nauseum and work on their Go TV, yeah, we could have a blue wave. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. So inflation's a problem. What is the Republican answer? Look, I mean, if, if they had a great answer, that'd be one thing. You know what their, their big economic policy is? They want to gut Social Security and Medicare and then give big tax cuts to the wealthy and the most successful corporations in the world. That's their answer for everything. Back in 2008, 2010, inflation was low, unemployment was high. What was their answer? Tax cuts for the wealthy and cut back on Social Security and Medicare. It doesn't matter what the problem is. Listen, if there was an asteroid heading towards Earth and we got everybody in a room said, what are we going to do? I think we should cut taxes for the wealthy. No, that's not going to help you. How's that going to help you? It's great, I guess, if you only have one answer to every economic problem. Democrats have actual plans to take on drug companies to get lower prices, to get the oil industry to clean up its act, to pass laws to make housing more affordable. Leaders like Gretchen Whitmer are working to make sure cars are being built and high-tech manufacturing is being done right here in Michigan instead of China. That's an actual plan. And that's the choice in this election. That's what this is all about. You hear the Republicans talk a lot about crime right now. Crime has gone up over the last seven years, by the way. They act like it just happened just last year. As if, like, the previous president wasn't there. And by the way, it, it didn't just happen in so-called blue states. Turns out it's gone up in conservative rural states, too, where Republicans are in charge. They don't mention that in the ads. So here's the question. Who will fight to keep you and your family safe? Is it Republican politicians who want to flood us streets with more guns who actually voted against more resources for police department? Or is it leaders like Gary Peters, Debbie Stabenow, Haley Stevens, Rashida Tlaib, Brenda Lawrence, who worked with President Biden to pass the first major gun safety legislation in nearly 30 years? That's the choice in this election. That's what's at stake right now. Michigan, who will fight for your freedom? Is it a bunch of Republican politicians and judges who think they should get to the side? Can you start a family or how many children you have, who you marry or who you love? Or is it leaders like Gretchen Whitman who believe that the freedom to make these personal decisions belong to every American, not politicians in Washington? That's the choice in this election. That's what you have to decide. Who's going to fight to make our democracy actually work? I've been reading up on, on some of these candidates on the other side. Lord have mercy. Now, this isn't very hard. This is, isn't even rocket science. Obama didn't even go as hard as I would like him to go against Republican policy that kills. I mean, I would have loved for him to go into and they're going and they're going to destroy Medicare advantage, I mean, Medicare with Medicare advantage. And they're going to destroy the medic, uh, the uh, affordable health care in the form that they implement it. They're going to do all these negative things to policies that help people. I would have loved for him to get into more detail. But, you know, sometimes Americans don't want to hear the details. Sometimes they want to just hear you say they're doing a bad thing. And here's what we're going to do correctly for you. And the other thing that I'm glad that he did, he made it clear the crime issue isn't a issue for blue states. It's an issue that started way under President uh, President Trump's reign. But I also wish he had dug in a little bit deeper and said, 
Do you want to follow the lead of the red states where their crime, their murder rate is 40% above blue states? Do you really want to go there? But I mean, he didn't go that hard, that negative. Maybe that's best. I don't know, but I wish he did. But whatever the case is, he brought the whole thing, the whole, he closed the entire circle. And that is what Democrats need to do in these last 10 days. We absolutely what Democrats need to do in the last 10 days. Folks, it's time for my answer. Here we go. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the Internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you. Hey, my good friend Deborah Moyers just showed up. And she says, me gusta mucho cuando habla español. Mira, corazón, me gusta hablar español también. No sabía que tú podías hablar español. Pero ya que lo hablas, vamos a platicar en español, pues. I was just giving her a little bit and saying, hey, I'm so happy that you speak, that you spoke to me in Spanish. Hey, if you're doing that, we can always speak in Spanish. Anyway, folks. Uh, we are going to have a, we, 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 we have three, how many more? Two more videos to show you. Um, but please, 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 please support us. I, I, I ask you to, to support us mainly through PayPal and Patreon, but I also have a new, uh, a new uh, podcast, Egberto. Uh, well, I've had it a while, but I've changed it up now to a subscription model. It's called, uh, why? Because again, we have to fund this stuff. It's called Egberto, Egberto off the record and i want to ask look can all of you on right now think about this think about this can those of you who haven't yet supported or whatever can you consider getting politics done right a coffee a month that's it and you go to politicsunright.com slash podcast paid and there you get all all of our shows all of our outtakes, everything is there that you can watch on Spotify. 
You can watch it on Spotify because it's videos, as well as you can listen to it because it's also podcasts. It's it's Spotify's new platform for um, both visual and audio bloggers. So if you could do that and support the program with a coffee a month, that would be like start us, start liberating us from the difficulties. <laughs> Look, let me tell you. Uh, when you're a nonprofit, or not non, this is not a nonprofit, but when you are in uh, KPFT is a nonprofit, I don't want to have the restrictions. If you notice when I'm at KPFT, I have to be careful of how I talk about candidates. But when I'm doing politics done right here, I can say whatever I want. And the difference between that is profit versus nonprofit, right? And um, so, uh, so what I'm saying here is please support us however you can. We we really, really need it. We're depleted. I'm not kidding. We're depleted. And uh, it would be very helpful if we had thousands of people just given tiny amounts like a couple, a coffee or a couple of coffees a month. And you can do that by going to our politicsandright.com slash podcast paid. If you want to have in one location, all our videos and out, output you know, on, on Spotify, it's, it's great that way. Or just go to our PayPal. You can do a monthly coffee at PayPal or just a one time at PayPal. Or you can, again, buy our books, go to our store, please. But find a way to support us continuously so that we can do this. When I tell you this is difficult and hard, um, no kidding, seven days a week, 16 hours a day. You know, um, And, and it, it's a love. It's a love for wanting to make a change. And with the ability now that I've had to have Three days at KPFT now, meaning on air, it opens up another window. The only difference is when I'm at KPFT, all our contributions go to KPFT only. And over here, it goes to politics done right only. So, I mean, um, that, is, that is where we're at. So, I ask for your support most, most diligently because that is how... We can continue to do it. Egberto Willis, we should take the PDR Cup image and add KPFT to it. Oh, you're, you, know, you know, I should do that, but I need to... Let me tell you what my concern always have with doing that. Since KPFT is a... I, I don't want any mistakes made uh, to hurt KPFT. So I got to find that out if there are any ramifications from doing that. So, uh, but that's a very good point. Um, very good point, Bridge. But I want I want all our listeners to be both politics and right listeners on our platform as well as politics and right listeners at KPFT. And the reason why is we have two different levels of interaction. Uh, when we're doing it here, it's all. J hey, by the way, I, I didn't. I, I don't think I, I saluted everybody. Deborah Myers, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Charlie Lindahl, welcome, my brother. I spoke to you earlier this morning. To Lee Grant, of course, welcome aboard. And I think I saw Tom C in here. And Peggy Lopez, Tom C, Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. Love all you guys being here. Um, who else is here, Eric? I think I got you already, Eric. And if I forgot you, just throw me a bone so I can salute you. You know, I like to make sure everybody that comes to our program is called out that decide to make themselves, um, that makes themselves available. Anyhow, um, so, yeah. So please support the program however you can. This is not just a labor of love. This is also a labor of necessity. Like I told you guys several times, and you've seen it in several of my books, I used to say all of the times, 
when I see all the crazy things happening? Why don't somebody do something about it? Why not do something about it? Now I remember looking in, up in the sky in the darkness and saying, wow, you know, suppose everybody said that. Why don't somebody do something? Well, you know how to do it. You're damn good at computers. You can learn about anything. You write, you do all these things. Why the hell don't you do it? And that's when I gave up my software company. Now, it wasn't complete. It was altruistic, but not completely because at that time, my website was doing very well. Uh, my articles would, be, would go viral all the times. But when the algorithm changed, I lost 90% of my revenue. And we had to go to a subscription model and a contribution model. Anyhow, let's get back to the program. All right, it goes like this. At last, at last, a Republican goes on TV and said something very, very violent and is called out. Check this out and we'll take it on the other side. At last, at last, at last, we get some good journalism. Look, you had a Republican strategist on this week uh, today who tried to make the Nancy Pelosi, the violence on the, from the right on Nancy Pelosi and other violent acts seem like something normal that's being done on both sides. What about autism? And it is great to see, first of all, that we had a correspondent, specifically Kimberly Atkins store, who comes out and says, hell no. It's mostly you see this on the Republican side, the MAGA Republican side. And when the, the, uh, the, 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 the Brad Todd Republican strategist try to say, Oh, it's on both sides. Then we finally had an NBC senior Capitol Hill correspondent come out and said, look, what happened on the left was protest. That's not the violence we're talking about. Check this out. I thought it was great the way both of them came together on this. Uh, to, to really get that Republican uh, <laughs> strategist in, in check. Check this out. You, you are seeing people who are really mentally disturbed, motivated by things that they see on the Internet. Some of it's because Twitter won't take down threats to Clarence Thomas's life right mm -hmm. now. Um, the Internet is causing a lot of people to make connections they might not otherwise make. But in the end, we have a mental health crisis. We need to talk about that. It's not just the Internet. I think one of the clearest examples we saw on January 6th is when Donald Trump finally, finally told the people at the Capitol to stand down. They did immediately. These are people reacting to messages that they are getting, that they have been getting consistently. And if you look at the political messaging that's coming out, you don't see Democrats threatening violence. You don't see them holding guns. This is the this is Maxine the match that get in their face if they're in a restaurant get in their face tell them they're not welcome here i mean you you're, you're seeing plenty of plenty of this sort of motivation from people on both sides. eating pots and pans in a neighborhood or telling someone they're not welcome in a restaurant is not the same as going into their home and hitting them with a hammer i mean we're absolutely no protest one. Look, is not the same as violence now folks that is how it's done is that so difficult is that journalism so difficult i don't think so we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody. That journalism is absolutely not difficult. Okay, uh, let me let me tell you, Bridge. I started uh, politics done right. Ah, I want to say 2010, but it was before 2010 because it, the show used to be called Liberal Politics Done Right, and I it was a show on uh, on a Canadian station on a Canadian internet station that I did. Uh, first. And then I migrated it from the Canadian station to Coffee Party USA. 
And at Coffee Party USA, because we are a transpartisan organization, I decided to call it politics done right instead of uh, liberal politics done right. And after that, I got my show. I, I wrote the book, uh, How to Make the Rather, um, uh, as I see it, class warfare, the only regard to right-wing doom, resort to right-wing dooms. I wrote that during the Obamacare uh, debate in 2010. I sat down in a Starbucks and wrote that book in two months. And uh, I got picked up at uh, KPFT, I believe, in 2012. I don't remember. I think it was 2012 that I got picked up at KPFT, if I recall correctly. Maybe 2011, somewhere around there. And that 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 is what I've been doing. But when when I started, I was only I was it was just sort of a side thing as I ran Willie's Computer Software Company. And you know, Willie's Computer Software was chugging along fine, making money, all that kind of stuff, selling license to my software and all of that. But I started to feel after I've been preaching all this progressive stuff and started to analyze a whole lot of things, I started feeling guilty of some of these licenses that I would sell. Because I always said, wow, these guys would pay me whatever. I remember I gave you guys a story about leaving $300,000 on the, on the table. I gave you guys all that, that story. And also being able to charge somebody like Boeing or one of these companies 10 grand for a license and realizing uh, what happened. And I finally said, wow, this kind of an economic system is a fraud. And yes, I was invited into that fraud. Right. And I just needed to take a turn. And I went cold turkey and sent my license and everything over to another company in New York. And uh, it just sort of twiddled because in software, you have to be pretty much up to date, up to date. You have to go to conferences, all that kind of stuff to keep up. So I just about let that one um, let that go and did this full time. But then again, my website was making good money. And, and and since I'd gotten a lot of stuff paid off, I was able to reduce my requirements by over 50% because everything was paid off, right? And then the bottom fell out when YouTube, Google, uh, Facebook, and all of them, they change your algorithm purposefully to affect young broadcasters. And in one day, I never forgot it. I went and I, I went to my wife and I said, you'd not imagine what happened. She said, what? I said, I lost 90% of the revenue. And then she said, what are you going to do? And I said, you know, I've never given up on anything yet. So I burned, I burned our retirement for all these years as I grew this, as I grew politics done right. And the reason why I decided not to go back into software, but to continue doing this is the more and more I did this, the more and more I saw that our economic system was a fraud and that enough of us have to do this. And I want you guys to take a look at this. Take a look at what's happening to healthcare right now. Medicare, take a look about what's happening right now. If we don't nip this stuff soon, if we don't nip it soon, uh, we are in deep trouble. And again, the business class, they're not very smart people. They know how to steal. They know how to take your stuff. They don't understand the pitchforks yet. They ought to wish that we are successful in this progressive movement. They have to wish because 
things are going to get to the point. Right now, if you go to Houston to le- several homes, there are two and three families living in several homes. Right? In other words, people are being priced out of markets and they make adjustments. But eventually, they're going to run out of adjustments to make. They better hope that the progressive movement is successful, that we force them to pay more taxes, that we force them into some sort of equitable redistribution based on worth. Because if we are unsuccessful, the country will fall into chaos. When people no longer have any, the crime rate that you see here are from people, a a, a large enough amount of people understanding they have nothing to lose. So I steal, I take. You throw me in jail, big deal. You gave, what you're doing is you're giving me shelter. The amount of folks in, in, in San Francisco and other places are living under all these places. Man, I came from, I came from Central America. We have, you got to carry your toilet. You got, we have social, very good social security compared. I mean, everybody gets it. Everybody gets uh, health care if they want to. But you got to carry your toilet paper to the, to the hospital, the, the public hospitals. You have to have your loved ones who come in there and, and give you some level of care. Now, again, the good nurses, good doctors, all of that. But, but you got to be a part. I'm going to leave the last video. It's about time. For tomorrow because I want to finish this narrative that I'm on right now because a lot of people don't get it. They think, you know, we don't get it till it's right on top of our face. Uh, Michael running just for the better. The next time Republicans get control of government, say goodbye to Medicare, Medicaid, the ACA, and the rest of Social Security and Social, Social Safety Net. Republicans are even trying to hide what they're doing. Um, look, this is no joke. This is absolutely no joke. The, the, the cooks of the world and, and the neoliberals of the world, they really want everything privatized. They want a privatization of all uh, things that should be in the social sphere, in the commons. Means the people with a profit motive skimming off everything. It's hard to believe that you could have such psychopaths. And the problem with psychopaths is a lot of good people follow them. The biggest psychopath in our country that our country had ever seen was Donald Trump. Uh, let's see. Egberto will show if you want. Talking about uh, violence. Of course, if you put it there, girl, I'm going to show it. Let's, let's go ahead and show that while I continue speaking. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't understand if people just don't get it. I don't know if people don't get that we are at a danger zone. And the fight that we have among, that's why I'm not going to make any of my right-wing brothers and sisters enemies. I'm not. It's really, really time for us to step up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, you, you need to ensure that a lot of folks doing what I'm doing can actually continue doing what we're doing. So again, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't want this to look sound like overkill, but we need your support. We need you to provide us the support that we can continue doing this, that we can continue writing. If you take a look at 
what I the, the, the amount of stuff that we put out there into the into the sphere. I just want to show you the kind of work that we're doing here. If you take a look at how much we write, these these are all the stories that were written this month to put into the in the cybersphere. All of these stories have been written this month. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't changed month yet. We're still in October. All of these stories were written this month. And these are not superfluous stories. These are stories to seed the internet so that when people search, they can find things. If you take a look at the amount of videos that we produce every single day, several videos a day, these are all videos. Look, this is just October 23rd. Look at this. These are all videos that were made this month. All videos made this month. Hundreds. And you know why this one politics done right do all of this? And I, I haven't shown you all the other blogs, the Substacks and the the Substack and the, the op-ed news and the Daily Coast. You know, here are the Daily Coasts as well, you know. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of doing necessary for us to not allow the right-wing machine to take over. So we have to seed the internet ourselves as well. And of course, you know, I'm on air three times a week on, in Houston, Texas. And if you, if you include the stream, it's all over the world. This is important work, very important work to, to really be a backstop it really be a backstop so please support this endeavor it is we need this for our survival so please go to one of the different methods that i've asked and i'm, I'm i got to get out of here but let me just put uh the, the the two of them right there main ones that is uh that is both uh, our paypal address our Patreon address and the new paid podcast address. Uh, I ask kindly that you consider supporting those three today. Anyway, got to get out of here. It's four o'clock. Actually, it's 401 and I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs> <laughs>